Section 90 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Emma Charlotte. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Wharton. Sir Walter Scott. 1771 to 1832. Lockhart's Life of Scott. His personal appearance at this time was not unengaging. A lady of high rank who remembers him in the old assembly rooms says, Young Walter Scott was a comely creature. He had outgrown the sallowness of early ill health and had a fresh, brilliant complexion. His eyes were clear, open, and well set, with a changeful radiance, to which teeth of the most perfect regularity and whiteness lent their assistance, while the noble expanse and elevation of the brow gave to the whole aspect a dignity far above the charm of mere features. His smile was always delightful, and I can easily fancy the peculiar intermixture of tenderness and gravity, with playful, innocent hilarity and humour in the expression, as being well calculated to fix the fair lady's eye. His figure, except the blemish in one limb, must in those days have been eminently handsome, tall, much above the usual standard, it was cast in the very mould of a young Hercules. The head set on with singular grace, the throat and chest after the truest model of the antique, the hands delicately finished, the whole outline of that extraordinary vigour without as yet a touch of clumsiness. When he had acquired a little facility of manner, his conversation must have been such as could have dispensed with any exterior advantages, and certainly brought swift forgiveness for the one unkindness of nature. I have heard him, in talking of this part of his life, say with an arch simplicity of look and tone, which those who are familiar with him can fill in for themselves, it was a proud night with me when I first found that a pretty young woman could think it worth her while to sit and talk with me. Hour after hour, in a corner of the ballroom, while all the world were capering in our view. 1790. Froude's Life of Carlyle. I never spoke with Scott. Have a hundred times seen him, from of old, writing in the courts or hobbling with stout speed along the streets of Edinburgh. A large man, pale, shaggy face, fine, deep-browed grey eyes, an expression of strong, homely intelligence, of humour and good humour, and perhaps, in later years amongst the wrinkles, of sadness or weariness. He has played his part, and left none like or second to him. Plaudite. Sir John Baring's Autobiographical Recollections. More eloquent men I have known, I think, but never knew anyone so attractive. 
the variety of his conversation is stupendous, while it overflows with the most agreeable anecdotes, and almost every person who has figured in modern times has in some way or other been connected with him. His manner of talking is without the smallest pretense, and is gentle and humorous. His eye has a constant play upon it and around it. His dress is that of a substantial farmer, a short green coat with steel buttons, striped waistcoat and pantaloons, and he put on light gaiters when we sallied forth. End of section 90 Recording by Emma Charlotte